0: You're playing guys who drop every ball in sight. You haven't disciplined a damn player all year, and you're going to blame this now on your quarterback at 2-9. What a gutless move. The worst thing that ever happened is Eli Manning had to be associated with you as head coach. Maybe on your way out, you can take a look at Eli's rings. That's the closest you're ever going to get to one, too.
1: Wow. A uh, very tantalizing the last few days in New York. Why should it not? The 995 sports network.
2: Number to call is... one 562 8001 Press 5 to join the conversation.
1: Steven, happy December 1st. It is December. It is 55 degrees in December. Happy December, everybody.
2: You know, I'm not complaining about this weather. You know me. I hate the snow. I hate the cold. But December 1st, 55 degrees, I will take it. But we have a lot to discuss today oh in
1: this shortened show. Um, it is not a shortened show. It will be shortened by um, on my behalf. But uh, Steven will keep the... This- Show going for you want to listen to just Weissman. from 750 151 to 158. It'll be just Weissman. and I might. We'll about I'm that. not gonna lie. As I'm driving, I'm gonna be listening. I'm I, I might start uh start my hands. I don't know where my hands are gonna be. So, um Steven we have a big show. Um we got obviously Eli Manning. Where is he gonna end up? What are the what are the Giants gonna do? Um Steven, there's a college football game this tonight that you might want to watch. Um
2: we'll have my future.
1: It? You know what? It might be. I might not be too happy about it, but it might be. Um. Uh, the Yankees. A. Rod threw his hat into the ring the other day. Unfortunately, the Yankees are done doing interviews. I think that, Um. I think they missed out honestly on the best chance to have their best manager. Uh, at least six now, but nonetheless. And Steven we gotta discuss. Knicks were on a landslide. We talked about it last week. The Hawks. I said they got to win the game. They had to beat the teams they had to beat. They did not. Didn't do it. Cantor comes back one game. Team looked energized. Got to discuss is it Hardaway or is it Cantor? It's the second most important. But, Stephen, obviously, we have to start with Eli Manning. Um, the news broke on Tuesday, late Tuesday evening. Uh, Eli Manning will be benched for the Journeyman 30 game sampler, Geno Smith. I, I, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I thought if this, I knew this day would happen one day. I didn't think it would be for
2: Geno Smith. That's my I real didn't, issue. I didn't think it would happen this way. Eli's man, Eli Manning's last game as a Giant. Because I can't see the, this team putting Eli back in after this whole debacle.
1: You know, this is the thing, though. And Eli, was Eli done? No, I don't think he was done. Was his arm, was his arm done? No, his arm wasn't done. I think Eli had a lot of it in the tank. The problem is, Stephen, this is the issue. There are two players, there are two quarterbacks in this league that can be in the Giant situation and still have success. One of them's the greatest quarterback to ever walk in a football field back up in New England, and one of them's uh, injured, uh, nursing an injured uh, collarbone right now. Those two guys are out of. Uh, I, I, mean, you can go back and even look at it. Peyton Manning wouldn't be able to deal with this. I don't I've mean, never watched Joe Montana. I don't know if he would have been able to deal with this. But there are so many great players with no that can't function with no offensive line, practice squad receivers, and no running game.
2: I mean, who could? Who could? No. And it's not Eli's fault, which is why I don't understand the benching of Eli Manning. Are they trying to win the rest of the game? That's the thing. No, they're not. And that, Craig Carton said it best. I don't know if you've watched his it's, podcast. His podcast, out already. His podcast is what great.
1: What happened? With, wait, I thought he was supposed to go to jail for like 30 years. I
2: don't know if he's doing a podcast in jail. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but he said it best. This was the right move for the Giants because they want their best chance to get the, one of the better picks next year. And they know if they start Davis Webb, there's a chance that they can win another game. If they start Eli if they Manning, can, though. if they start Eli Manning, there's an even better chance they could win the next couple of games. What gives you the best chance to lose the rest of the season? Geno
1: Smith. But this is the, th- I, I mean, listen, the matter is, what are the, this is the problem because whenever we've been bad, and we've been bad the last five, six years, you know, we made the playoffs once in six years. What the Giants always did is they ran their organization with class, is that they always did the right thing. There's a a right way to do things. I don't think there was a right way to do this. There was certainly a wrong way, and the Giants took that all the way home This is what, and tell me if you think I'm crazy, this is what I think. I think Mara looks at it, John Mara looks at it, because Mara suggested this a couple weeks ago. I mean, there there have been reports leaking out day after day, different stories after different story. Mara, apparently sold to the Giants or told to the McAdoo and Jerry Reese. Maybe we should look at a couple, of the, a couple of these different guys. My synopsis on this, Mara says, okay, I have these two guys that I'm going to fire anyway. This is their last chance to show me, hey, I can develop a quarterback in this system. We can win. We can have success in this system. This is their last – this is their Hail Mary to keep their jobs because otherwise, Stephen, if, if Geno Smith doesn't show you anything and you know he's not. If Davis Webb doesn't show you anything, and he's been running the scout team during practice, so you know he's not. They're fired anyway. Then, then we have to talk about well, what are they going to do?
2: Well, first, do you think it was a right? It was a right. Do you get their idea of what they're doing? Do you understand not it? Not for Gino though,
1: and this is nothing again. And I feel bad. The person I feel most bad for, him, even more than Eli, is Gino Smith because he's getting ridiculed in the media of the last two days. Over Twitter, on Instagram, but he's just doing whatever his coach is
2: telling him to do. I would understand it better if they were starting Davis Webb. But this is the thing, though. Because they want to see, before they go into the draft next year, what Davis Webb is. Nothing that they could find that out in four games. They want to see what he can do before going into the draft. Before possibly drafting Rosen or Mayfield, or but this is the, this is the issue that I had though this wasn't on
1: their radar and they, it it it's not like this is a bad poker face that they're having right now, because he was on the scout team. If you talking about Davis Webb now, he was on the scout team. You do nothing pertaining to your game plan on the scout team. This is I don't this is what I've learned in the last few days from multiple sources. Um, and you're gonna go out and tell me, well, yeah. We wanted him to start eventually, but he's on the scout team. He's not close to starting. He's not close to getting on the field. Do you watch You watch these games, right? Do you see the way Eli Audible is at the line yeah. telling his players what to do? These guys have no idea what they're doing. This is a 14-year vet understander trying to operate under that. What do you think Geno Smith or Davis Webb's are going to get killed? Steven, I wouldn't put it past. I don't wish injury on anybody. But Eli Manning's the backup. We can seriously be looking at a situation around 5 o'clock, 5.30 Eastern time on Sunday. Where Eli Manning has to come off the bench because Geno Smith got hurt. But because of his lack of durability and the fact that the offensive line hasn't changed, it's the same.
2: This is just something I've never expected from the Giants organization. And I don't, I wouldn't trust McAdoo to do this, to make this decision, because he's not going to be here next year. We know that. Mara basically said it. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a chance that McAdoo might not be here the whole, the whole entire Rest of the season. But this is so. From what I've learned, the Giants
1: Way of operating is not to get rid of people in the middle of the season, which they're not going. to I don't so understand obviously.
2: the Giants Way though. Why does it have to be the Giants Way? We're not going to have it's the same ownership. This is how they
1: operate. But this is this is going all into the plan. This is the only thing that makes sense to me. This is your last hail Mary chance, both of you, to save your jobs. Because if I see nothing from this quarterback, if I see nothing from Geno Smith. A more, more, a more mobile quarterback in your system that you said because he he's had it in for Eli since the beginning of last season. You know Eli doesn't play in a dirty pocket. Eli has got to move around the pocket a little bit. You know, he he obviously doesn't think Eli fits his system.
2: Now we're getting into systems again. All right. You well, know Smith is not that type of quarterback. You know is a guy out of the pocket that'll make moves and he has a solid arm. Now listen, is he, is Eli Manning not
1: mobile? Like a snail, he's not mobile a snail is. We knew this already. Gino Smith is more mobile? Yeah, obviously, anyone is. But it doesn't make it. I mean, the guy's 26. At least he's not 36, right? But still, it doesn't make any. The only way it would make sense to me, this is the last Hail Mary chance that McAdoo and Reese have to save their job, okay? Because when, the way I look at it, Steven, and everyone comes at to me and says, well, you know, they thought they were coming in and building a good defense, and, but why do they have to build that defense? They have to spend $200 million. Tell me why they had to build that deep defense, Steven. What happens when your draft picks blow up? you got to go out and spend money in places you shouldn't have to spend money on. So they spent $200 million on the defense two years ago instead of drafting well. I mean, all these guys, you know, they get jumped for Leonard Floyd. They end up drafting Eli Apple. It ends up being obviously disastrous. So Eli Apple busted. He still has potential, in my opinion. I, I, what, Steven, physically, has potential. It's fine. I mean, the guy went to Ohio State and he had success. To play under Urban Meyer, you gotta, you got to be good. Up there, I don't know what's going on there. When I saw that report that he nearly left the team after being criticized in a film session for literally not giving effort from pausing for three seconds. Maturity level it. It not Maturity level he can't take criticism. It's like, it's like the owners in, in Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. These guys can't take criticism. They just blow up. You're going to walk out on your team because you can't take a little criticism on something that rightfully so you should be criticized on? Shame on you. Shame on you. I mean, come on. Do I have to I, – I, I don't want to go down the list because we'll be here forever. Jerry, Jerry Reese has missed on draft pick after draft pick after draft
2: pick. You know what pisses me off is the fact that they publicly said that they aren't opposed to going with Geno Smith as the future quarterback for next season. Well, I mean, you signed a guy to a one-year deal.
1: You're alluding to the beginning of the year, right, yeah. when they first – you're signing a guy to a one-year deal. I mean, what – yeah. You know, what else could you say? Whatever. I mean, well, in that way can't way. be real, though. No, but um, I don't think it is. I think Davis Webb is there now. If we're at the point for three months from now, yeah, three four months now. Wow, that's uh, it's gonna gonna blink. Um, and we're at the point where the this regime is back, which I will be. I'm gonna flip my lid if they are. And they say, well, we like Davis Webb. We don't need to take a quarterback. Which, if they trade down and get a bevy of picks, I'm fine with it. There's one problem. There's one, our GM hasn't had success making draft picks. I don't want him here. If we're going to have a high pick like that, whether to select a quarterback or Swa- or Clon Barkley or to trade down, I don't want that guy here. I don't trust him. How can I trust him, Steve?
2: No, Uh, one thing I will give him credit on is Pew Odell, And in the second round, Landon Collins. You got to give him credit for that. But it's three guys. He's been here over a decade. He's been here a decade. I understand And the first Super
1: Bowl he won was with Ernie Accorsi's team.
2: I understand that, but it it is what it is. And I I truly don't believe we're going to see MacDoo here next year. I don't think we're going to see Reese next year. I don't know who would be available for coaches. But you have the list of guys that yeah missed on um. Yeah, you think so? What do you what do you think I'm doing right now? Um Who who are some quarterbacks you think that would, you know, fit going into the draft?
1: Um, I think mostly I mean every like I said, all these guys are more mobile than Eli. You know my favorite is Mason Rudolph. Uh you're re- not gonna get in the top ten. No, I don't think so, especially he's not a mobile guy. Uh he reminds me a lot of Drew Brees, his, Drew Brees, his size. Now, if you critique them I'm going to give you a little lesson now. We're going to do a little college football. We're doing do a little college football. Steve, look at this. Um, physically gifted, I think that's Rosen, or I think that's Darnold. Um, best arm, I think it's Rosen. Pressure under the pocket, throwing under pressure, that's Mason Rudolph. I mean, that's something, one of Rosen's weaknesses. Decision-making, again, that's Mason Rudolph. Physically, it's not Rudolph. Um, pro, I think you could plug him into a pro-style offense and he'll have success. The more gifted ones are, are – uh, Sam Darnold, his—I mean, and he's thrown an interception almost every game of the season. It's got to be cause for concern, isn't it? Uh,
2: I, I don't know, what happened, especially after last year's—you know Hudson He won the this Heisman. Last, to go right? back?
1: No, uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar, Lamar.
2: Jackson won, yeah. But, he, but can he come out too?
1: Yeah, people don't think he's—he's a—I he's a, uh, mean, he's a big. He's not that big. I mean, he's like one ninety-five. He's, he's not a mobile. Yeah, he's, he's, a, mobile I mean, he's, he's more mobile for—he's too mobile for these scouts. Well, he's, Baker Mayfield. That's a guy I like a lot. I think if he was four, three or four inches taller, I think people would be comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. I really would believe that. I think being one, being undersized, and the attitude that he has is going to hurt his stock a little bit, but the guy's talent. The guy has a big talent. See, I have these guys, and you tell me, since 2000 – all right, we're not going to count 2007 because he didn't – that wasn't his draft. Um, on, on from there, Kenny Phillips, not in the league. Terrell Thomas. Just tweeted. Did you see the tweet yesterday? It. It tweeted yesterday. It's like, I'm I'm wondering if the Giants are going to give me a call because, you know, they're obviously, they're just, shy, just, just putting in washed up players. No way. <laughs> I Mayor Manningham had his time here. All right, here's a, Brian Kell, Jonathan Goff, Andre Woodson, Robert Henderson, Hakeem Nix, Clint, uh, he wants to see, who, uh, after Clint Stinson, Will Beatty. how's that working out for you? <laughs> Ramses Borden, Travis Beckham, Andre Brown, Rhett Bomar, DeAndre Rice, Stoney Woodson. All right, let's keep going. Jason Pierre Paul, good job. Linval Joseph, went to another team. Now he's a star. Chad Jones, Philip DeLard, Mitch Petrus, Adrian Tracy, Matt Dodge, Steven, these guys aren't even in the league anymore. Prince of Mukamar, Marvin Austin, Terrell Jernigan, James Brewer, Greg Jones, Tyler Sass, Jaquan Williams, I guess, was. A good linebacker in a Super Bowl year, I guess. David Wilson, it's, I, it's hard to criticize him for that because
2: um, – <laughs> I want to show you a funny tweet. Oh, wait, wait, I'm
1: almost – actually, I have five years left. But Ruben Randall, J. Ron Hosea. All right, and you know what? It might be easier to – Justin Pugh, Jonathan Hankins. Okay, two picks in 2013. Aldo Beckham, Weston Richburg. Hey, Devin Connard I like a lot. We'll say two and a half picks in 2014. Landon Collins. I like one pick in 2015. Sterling Shepard. Good. Darian Thompson. I like. I like them. B.J. Goodson can't stay on the field. Paul Perkins, Cheryl Adams, Eli Apple. Do we see? Do we see? A pattern? What?
2: This was. You're gonna laugh at this. This was a fake tweet. I, not, I saw so that. It's not even real. I know, I, know. I know The Giants benching Eli Manning for Gino Smith is almost as crazy <laughs> as not running the ball on the one with a Super Bowl in the line. Which is uh, a great big oh, point. But, no. I can get into that a little bit later. That's something
1: I can get into he, later. Uh, you know, Stephen. The names that, like I said, we would have been here all day if I'd not rattled off the names. I mean, Stephen, let alone didn't work out. Forget busts. These guys aren't even in the league anymore. I know. And Jerry, Jerry Reese wasted draft picks on these guys.
2: I. <sighs> uh, is there any general manager, general managers, or coaches you could – you have I mean, the
1: GMs are hard to identify. I mean, they're usually assistants and, and scouts and um one guy I do know that's out there is Dave Gettleman who went to a Super Bowl of Carolina, but he was out for personal reasons. I mean people didn't people not generally like him. I mean, you saw the Panthers come out on so even on social media and openly uh you know openly be happy about that. So but coaches do we want a rookie coach? I'm not so sure. You could look at Josh McDaniels who could Possibly have another chance. Where was he? He's the Patriots. Right. Where was he? Is that what you asked? Yeah. He was in Denver. He drafted Tim Tebow. Okay. Um, Jim Harbaugh is another guy that's been kind of just rumbles about, but I would be very contradicted about that. I don't want my college football team coach. The reason why I started watching that team to go coach pro we can find another coach. Leave him over. Leave him there. Leave him there, please. Um. But, yes, it's uh, it's disappointing, and, and, you know, we're going to see what happens in the week's coming. You know what would be just – I don't wish injured anybody. But it would be fantastic if Geno Smith got knocked out of the game because we know how durable he is. Air quote. Eli Manning came in and won the game.
2: You know what I was thinking? What did he do? I would be so, so mad if after they started Geno Smith this week, they'd go back to Eli. No, I'm not doing that. I just imagine how... But why is and, Eli backing up then? There's a possibility. There's that's a real, I don't understand. Why is Eli backing up? Why? No, no idea? No
1: clue. No clue. I, I like in This whole situation is just mind-boggling, but we're going to find out in the coming weeks what's going on. Steven, the door has closed. The wow. candidates have been picked, and now we're just waiting on a decision. Um, the Yankees manager... Will either be Rob Thompson, um, Chris Woodward, Chris Woodward uh, Carlos mm-hmm. with oh,
2: Yes. Who
1: else we got? Um, Eric Wedge. There's a couple of them that are escaping me. You have the rest? Getting them up. Oh, look at that. Rob Thompson, Eric Wedge, who has managerial experience. I don't even know who that is. Hensley,
2: you wins? No
1: clue. Puppet. Aaron Boone. Uh, that's a good name. I think I, I was hearing it's between him and, and Beltran. I think that's just me from looking from afar. Um
2: I think Beltran would be a great manager. I
1: think he would be a very good manager. I think he would be a very good puppet for this team too, and they hand him Joe Girardi's book. That's the thing that that's the thing I I, I don't get. Everyone on Twitter incarcerated Bob especially. Find your Joe, give him a his book. We're gonna give him the same book, Bob. What's your problem? I mean, what are you cheering for? The general manager's
2: gonna end up running the team
1: anyway, yeah, I don't understand what people were, so people who who were against his favorite matchup uh logic were uh, we're getting all happy about because it's gonna be the same concept man but
2: but it is interesting though uh and it's funny how his uh girlfriend actually just put up an Instagram post yesterday uh that Jennifer Lopez put up an Instagram post saying a rod for the next Yankees manager, you know. And, and
1: then A-Rod puts a picture on his Instagram, make your own decisions, or, it's, or something of that nature.
2: And then A-Rod is caught yesterday in Central Park just walking around in a Yankees jacket. And that's basically begging for a job. But what I saw in a Cashman interview this morning, that A-Rod didn't actively pursue the interview uh, an interview with mm-hmm. the manager position. So, well, uh, he wanted
1: them to come to him.
2: So what, I don't understand that because do you remember how many issues A-Rod and the Yankees had? Yeah, but I think A-Rod would make a fantastic manager. I think so, too. Make but your own
1: moves. Get out there. That was the Instagram
2: I can't see why the Yankees would go out of their way to contact someone who almost tried to sue them who was making issues with, you know, playing at the end of the year or not playing at the end of the year, you know?
1: Yeah, and I, I don't really get it – Um. I, let's not forget these young players love A-Rod. You know, every time a young player, every when he came back, I mean, he did all the right things when he came back. You know, he, he said the right things and he, he was playing well too. These young players fucked on to. I, I, it's not like they don't like. I mean, he would connect with the young players very well, which is what they, according to them, what Joe Girardi lacked and was one of the reasons why they got rid of him. So I think A-Rod would be. I think Beltron would be the same type of guy. Um, I, I think Aaron Boone would be the same type of guy. I mean, Michael Kay, who I listen to almost every day, um, sings his praises. Rob Thompson has been there for a long time. Uh, I think maybe that's it's time for him to get a shot. Chris Woodward, that kind of
2: just—I don't know. I just—he was a Met,
1: yeah. But. And that,
2: that just—I know he was with the Dodgers. Uh, he was like a third base coach for the Dodgers. I just remember him as a Met, a second baseman or shortstop, whatever he was in like 2004 for the Mets. So I don't know what he has experience wise You know, it's kind of flying under the way on
1: the radar. Joe Girardi, we, we don't. Is he going to be? Cut? Is he going be managing next year? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he might want some family time to himself. Manager's hired someone, right? The uh, Cubs, it their pitching coach. You you're the one who said that to me when it happened. It happened a while ago, I think. What was that? The, who a National sign as a
2: manager? Oh, it was uh. Names escaping me right now. I think it was the Cubs bench coach, bench coach, or hitting coach, something like that. But um, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Not much really going on besides uh, in MLB besides that, and also the Otani uh, situation. You, I just saw a tweet before I got here. He
1: would rather go to a team. This is what multiple GMs. I
2: know saying, what you're gonna say, but this might
1: just be them for him because they know the Yankees are gonna get him. They don't want him to go there. Um, he would prefer to be the only Japanese star on a team. So obviously, that if that were true, and that that really would hold hold close to Otani's heart, um that would take the Yankees out of the equation.
2: I don't understand why though. But like, like, what does that have to do
1: with anything? I think when you look at it and you look back home about you know in Japan, I, I mean I don't know what goes on there. I don't know how I know baseball's big over there for them. You know, maybe they want to. He wants to be looked at as well. That's our hero. He's on that team, but if he's on the Yankees, well, he's on that team with that guy too. But he was there first, so maybe he would want to be on his own team. But then we got Reddick right Smith too. He had that get go. We're all good to go, man. But yeah. Matt Nori Aoki, he's gone. <laughs> oh,
2: this is what the mess up went all along. They also had another guy at the bullpen. They had two guys in the bullpen. Uh, back in the day? No, in 2008. Uh. T- Kashi Saito? Is that him? Yeah, Takahashi. Uh, Sayoto, something like oh that. my god, I know what you're talking about. It's
1: uh, on two guys from Japan. Something Takahashi. I, I remember. Ha- Mashihiro. Masi- I don't know. No. I remember. He was no, decent, no, I to I think call. he was decent for five minutes. Uh, but, um, yeah, other than that, I know um, the Giants have met with the St. Maryland, San Francisco not Giants. Not That's a disgrace that plays in New York every Sunday. Um,. The San Francisco Giants have met with the representatives of Giancarlo Stanton, so if they can get a deal done, I think Stanton would approve a trade there, since he does have a full no-trade clause. You know, I heard rumors about the Phillies are getting involved and, and the Red Sox, but he doesn't want he, this. Is a, he openly says he's
2: oh, excuse me, he's a West Coast guy. So I have I have one of the names. It was Takah- Takahashi Nori <laughs> Takahashi. <laughs> didn't they, they also Dice came at Matsuzaka? That is right. But there was another Japanese guy I, I can't think of. But yeah, uh, back on the uh, John Carlos situation, I'm not sure where he's going to end up. I think he's thinking to be on the Dodgers, but the Dodgers don't seem to have much interest in taking on that full contract. And I don't think they really want to get part ways with any of their prospects like what? What? Cody Taylor or, you know, a bunch of these guys uh, they probably have to give up a handful if they don't want to take on that contract. So, I know Giancarlo has a no-trade clause, or it's a... full uh, no-trade clause. It's a full no-trade clause?
1: it's a full no-trade clause. Yes, it's a full no-trade clause. Um, you know, he's on the Giants. That's a very formal... I mean, a healthy Bumgarner back with Clayton no, back. I'm Clayton still- picked up his option. I, yeah, but... In, the Giants doesn't have the pieces. Yeah, but the Mets didn't have the pieces to go to the World Series, but look what happened when they put Cesaro in the lineup. Everyone else was sitting too.
0: But they, they don't have
1: the pieces of the trade. When you don't, they can, I, listen. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna blow smoke up your rear and tell you I know what th- they can give this up and that. I don't know. I don't know what they can give up. According to you, they don't have any pieces. Um, but if you're gonna pay a majority of the money, I don't think the Marlins really want anything. Listen, Derek Tudor's on this like streak of like uh, I don't know what he's doing. Did you just? I read a story by Jeff Passan that he fired a scout. While the scout was getting a kidney transplant in the hospital, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. I saw that. I'm like, what? What is happening with Derek? Derek Jeter's power is one of the most respectful guys in this league. Derek Jeter's power is going. who's in the hospital recovering from colon cancer surgery. Are you serious? Wow. Uh, I don't I know. I don't know what, how I feel about that. I
2: don't know.
1: What, I don't know what Jeter's doing. Um. one tidbit before we uh before we end, and I think you know I might be, you might be able to talk about this while uh, I, I get out of here early. Um, I Gary, know what I'm gonna talk Gary, about. Gary Bettman was actually on Francesa yesterday. You know that? Yeah, I do. Is Belmont or Did is? Did you
2: what Buck? got leaked? Uh, no, what? I was, that's what I was going to talk With about. The map?
1: send me a map. The map, right.
2: and let me show you what got leaked. Just one moment.
1: Oh, great, yeah, now I'm going to talk some Islanders. Right, no, one we r- oh, we got to talk some Knicks, I got. I go to one Ranger game, and they lose. Wow. How that is,
2: awesome. That is nice. How awesome. So what I'm showing, Errol, is basically a layout of a 3D dimensional layout of what the park would look like right behind uh, Belmont Park, where the horses race, where the new Islanders arena would be. And it was linked it was linked by incarcerated Bob two days ago, saying the Islanders are most likely to win the the bid for Belmont. And I don't know, I didn't really catch the interview with Gary Bettman and Francesa. I don't know if you called it, Errol. Yeah,
1: no, I did. Um... Yeah, uh, he said he was talking, Francesco was kind of ignorant, like, you know, what, what, is there a possibility they can leave New York? He was trying to get that rhetoric out there, but he said he, they don't have anything to worry about. They're not leaving New York. Um, and then he asked him, well, where are they going to, he said he can't, they can't go back to the Coliseum. Like, that's what he said, flat out said that. He's been saying for, year, can't for years. Can't go back now. to the Coliseum. Um, Even if they renovated for $6,000. Uh, $6,000. It's still, but then they brought out the possibility. You know, Francesca asked him about the possibility. Well, if Belmont's gonna happen. They're gonna need somewhere to play, or you know, however many years. Um, he thinks it could take it could take less than two years. That's what Bettman said. And um, he said, well, what's wrong? I mean, he was suggesting they still play at the Barclays, but the Barclays wants them out. Barclays doesn't want anything to do with the Islanders. So I would listen I, as a as a hockey fan, as a Ranger fan, I loved going to the Coliseum Marriott. The Marriott, when they stay across the Marriott, I think it's great for the fans. I would love to see them go back for just a year.
2: Look at what that preseason game against the Flyers did. 14,000 people. Imagine with this team right now on the ice, uh, Andrew Ladd, the Jordan uh, Everly's, the John Tavares. I bet you that place would be sold out if they went for one year.
1: Yeah, I think it would. If you knew they were going for a year, I would hope Islander fans would take the Every single game would be sold out, guaranteed. A funny story before we cut the commercial break. So we went to – brought the lady to the to the Ranger game yesterday. Or Tuesday, excuse me. What's today, Friday? I'm losing it. It's December. It's Christmas shopping. But, um, I brought her Tuesday. Broke my heart. She had a great time, though. She, she, was, jumping off her, she was jumping off her seat. She was on the I, – I, I almost shed a tear when I was looking at it. Um, So, you know, we, we went – had a few drinks. I would suggest drinking before the game if you're gonna if you're gonna have a few. Wow, because I actually saw all of our friends on the platform. I, I will never get used to you guys seeing you guys on the train station at the train station. Never will. Um, yeah, and, and at the end we're on the train. We stop at Jamaica waiting for waiting for people to get off. And I see a kid, and you know, like I said, I had a few. I start knocking on the window, saying some things to him. You know, how old are you? Five playoff wins is the most you've ever seen in a one playoff run. Twenty-two years, you know. I'm, I'm talking all the smack to him, so he's. I thought he was ignoring me. He's on his phone. He gets. He shows this this uh, uh, picture of the standings at the window. And starts
0: laughing at him. How old was
1: this kid? It was probably sixteen at least, maybe sixteen, seventeen. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, you're a child. You see nothing, nothing. Five playoff wins in a run. That's it. It was, oh, gosh, she's looking at me. She's like, you are out of your mind. I'm like, you're damn right I'm out of my mind. <laughs> White Manal is on the I-95 Sports Network back after this. <laughs> I'm not really sure why, Steven, but I was just, when I pulled up today, I was just feeling this song. I'm like, you know what? It's time to let the dogs out. You know why? Because Ed, when Ed's cancer goes on a post-game rant, not a rant, but says, I went out there, I was looking to bite his ear off, well, you know what it calls for. Uh, yeah! Oh, boy. um, Steven... I feel like it's more than a week when we do this show. I, Because I, I feel like they played the Hawks a week ago. I feel like it was so much longer than that. Um,
2: By the way, number of call is... 1605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation. Um, When they lost the
1: Hawks, I'm like, is this Cantor? Or is this just like, this is just going to be who they are? Then they got blown up by the Rockets when KP wasn't playing at a back-to-back. What you kind of expected, even though they're up by like 15 at halftime, you expected the game to go the way that it did. Um, Portland, they were back home. I didn't expect that. Um, you know, Portland's an okay team. They got good perimeter players. They shoot the three very well, which is what the Knicks have a lot of trouble with. Um, so obviously, the Knicks try to come back in that game it didn't work out. Then yesterday comes along. First of all, we go through the, the gasp of fresh air after finding out Porzingis has a. Only a sprained ankle. Stephen, it was a it was a, That L. looked bad. It did looked
2: you, like an L. Did you see in slow motion? It was I can look like that injury with the, that college player. Oh, well, Kevin Ware. Well his bone
1: came out of his skin. I don't think it was a little that It wasn't that extent, but it looked bad. Um so I think that was that was a gift from the gods. The gods literally came down and said, "Here you go. This is fun." Because it didn't. edge? a straight hey, They That's
2: How are nice. you gonna play on Sunday? Well,
1: yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, don't rush him, please, God. This is this is our franchise. Especially
2: with the way this team's playing right now, I don't think we need to rush him. And it was the next beat the Heat, uh, despite the Porzingis injury uh, early in the game. I think it was two minutes into the game. He <laughs> made his first two baskets, baskets and he was gone. They won 115 to 86, and. They were blowing the heat out. It, it was. Yeah, and they said he could have came back into the game. He, he said he was ready. He
1: was sitting on the bench. Um. Now, people can say, well, this is a game they're supposed to win. Last three, they played the last three or four nights. Of the Heat. They didn't have a sound white side. Their best player, dominant, uh, dominant rim protector. That's fine. That's fine. But the Knicks went out there and won again. They were supposed to win, which they didn't do last week, obviously. But, Ennis Kanter, my Turkish man, my Turkish brother, bro. <laughs> You know, we you, the second most important scoring source is Tim Hardaway Jr. I think that goes about saying. Um, averaging around 18 points a game, Hardaway is when you need points. If it's not going to be KP, it's going to be Hardaway, and that's we've we known that now. Um, the most second most important player.
2: That's Tim Hardaway,
1: or. If, can... Is And his cancer. i also Bringing that. the energy that he brings, you see it. It's visible. It's he loves like, New York and he loves oh the Knicks. Oh, my God. I mean, when was the last time a player like this loves playing for the Knicks as much as he does?
2: I, I have one guy in mind.
1: One guy that neither uh, of us saw play. But
2: No, I'm not even
1: talking about that.
2: I can't think of his name right now. You know I'm really not. I'm the only someone getting get into the best one now, Robinson. Uh...
1: Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson? Nate Robinson. is an energizer, buddy. He he, he was happy wherever he went.
2: That, that That's the one name that comes to mind when he, you know, brings up the crowd, you know? But, and I think you were going to say Patrick Ewing? I was going to
1: say uh, Charles Oakley, as we oh, see God. that his, his energy is still, even when he is in the garden. Um, just a little, someone sent me a, a text. Um, Neil Best. This was two days ago. Asked Gary Bettman about Iowa's Belmont Park plan. and He said so enthusiastic. I thought he was going to grab a shovel and head out last night. So I don't think I don't understand. there was never a real chance that the Islanders would move out of New York. Actually, Francesca asked yesterday about, you know, would they go to Harper for a year? And they're not going out of New York. So, Stephen, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Um, I'm not
2: worried. I know the you know, Islanders are going to start the Bears, and I know the Islanders are going to stay
1: in New York. And Someone else is going to stay in New York. I just don't know if he's going to orange and blue. Um okay? What would you do? Forget the Rangers. What would you do if he signed with the Penguins? If they not If they freed up cap space to the point where he... he, he are they going to give up Crosby and Malkin and Kessel? If they freed up Cat
2: yeah, I mean... I mean I, I, the, fine, give me Sidney Crosby. They could take on to Paris. I'll do that. I'll say that. Devils have a lot of money on them. Yeah. Look at them. They just made a nice trade. Too. Uh, they did. You
1: know what? I, oh, I, we, we can't get on a hot potato. We still have the dark pick. Okay. Um, yeah. Steven, if you, I know you have the Knicks. So let me get the Knicks schedule. If you can get that up. Yeah. I know on
2: Sunday, they play. Hold on. You know, on Sunday, they play Magic at home. With Magic are 9 they yeah. That should, be, that a should be a win. And then they go on to play Indiana. Uh, Indiana mm hmm. And. Indiana is playing pretty well too with twelve and ten, and then they're home against the Grizzlies. Oh my and
1: God, they're a mess. They just of their coach. I mean, they're just a mess. is some add- winnable games. They should win three of the next four games. If they they should win against the Magic. A young team, even the Hawks. Yeah, a young team. Although well, they
2: didn't beat the Hawks last well, week. this is the, this
1: is the, this is the narrative and the rhetoric for our young team though. They they played really well at home. On the road, it's just different. Like I don't, I don't understand. But that's 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 what a young team is about. The one problem this team still has, and it's still a little aggravating. I feel a little guilty saying it because everyone loves him. He plays hard defense, but if only the draft drafted Dennis Smith Jr. not Frank. Handler, oh my either. god! Because no, Nikola is good, and you know what? I, he's he's
0: an injured team. right now
2: too.
1: Yeah, but he, and that's also been another thing for him. He's been hurt every few weeks. Um. Dennis smith Jr.'s is just an athletic freak. I mean, if you watch him on the map I mean, you hate to say when LeBron is right, but LeBron was right. So, um, but I don't... The Knicks still don't have that athletic point guard that can defend the perimeter. Um, Nillikina can be that. Nillikina is 19 years old. Nikola isn't even old enough. He's not even old enough to drink yet. So the fact that we're going to rely on him too much is not right. Jared Jack is okay, but he's just a band-aid. So you know, he's just a, enough with these stopgaps. But you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into that another time as as the season does progress. But I see Steven waving the hand like like uh, you know a producer over here. I don't know what he's doing, but um, what do you want from me? As he's currently doing his picks, as he thinks I don't I don't see the clicking. Can you wait for me to get up the NFL music? I mean, come. Cr- I mean we have we have breaking well, doing NFL that that has to leave early today. We have breaking NFL news and wait It's not that bad. It's not that bad. The <laughs> Corey Peters signed a three year extension with the Cardinals. Did you even know who Corey Peters was? I did
2: actually, but
1: I didn't I had no idea. Um Stevie what week is this? This is week thirteen. Um Wow. Ready? Um, are you going to watch the game tonight?
2: The I have a new game.
1: Uh, the USC game? Possibly your. I will be at the Islander game tonight.
0: Yeah.
1: I would DVR if I were you, but you know what time it is. Steven, what do we got? Oh, there was a game last night, by the way. Well,
2: there was a game. I fell asleep at 8 o'clock, so I did not of the game. Redskins are
1: done. If Kirk Cousins doesn't get his money, Dan
2: Schneider should sell this team. All right. The next game, well, the first game, I guess you could say, is Minnesota in Atlanta. I'm going to go with the,
1: What's up- the spread. What's a
0: spread?
1: The spread's two and a half points. Well, why wouldn't you give that to me in the first place? Well,
2: I'm going to Minnesota to go into Atlanta and defeat the Falcons. I think Minnesota has shown that they are probably, besides the Rams, the best team in the NFC. Hmm. And the Eagles. I gonna, gonna, you're putting the Eagles in, just in I the would say, I'm going to say Minnesota and Rams are going to be fighting for that number 2 spot. All right. Well, we'll speak to that. Um... I told you
1: last week Atlanta would finally look like Atlanta and finally did. Julio Jones finally looks like Julio Jones and they did. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Minnesota has won seven straight. To, I said last week with the right with the Saints, man. got to lose eventually. What better game? A tough game on the road. Um, and it's a team that's clicking. And keep this in mind. And I know Minnesota played, you know, last Thursday, so they have extra rest. Matt Stafford continuously and successfully, One after Xavier Rhodes, their best corner. What do you think William Jones is going to do? Have that kind of yeah. success again? William
0: we Jones had a great game like oh. last
2: oh. week. Actually, the you know, first game the touchdown in like, a touchdown in a week.
1: Yeah, well, first one again since the past. Yeah. And um, that was a meaningless garbage-time touchdown.
2: So. so, all right, the next game is New England at Buffalo. The spread 10 points. Jimmy New England going into Buffalo and destroying the Bills.
1: Yeah. You know what? Tom Brady has struggled in the past while going into Buffalo. Um But why the whole thing playing a I mean, on I a mean, wrong I, I mean, thank God trauma servant was had eyes and said, Well, you know, our tell is gonna start the next game. Oh really? Oh my. Um yeah, give me the Bills to cover. I think Patriots went, I think Pat, I think Bills give him a little trouble just Division game, 10 points in Buffalo. It's going to be cold. Seems like a little too much. I'll t- I'll cold past- in New England. I'll still take the past- Okay, let's compare the two. Come on. It snows in Buffalo half the year.
2: Next game is San Francisco at Chicago. Give me the Bears. Uh, uh, the spread is three. Um, Chicago favorite by
1: three. I'll have to go with... G- it's Jimmy G's first... Yeah, you know what? It's Jimmy G's first game. I'm going to go with the 49ers. I also am actively rooting for... Uh, I am actively rooting for the 49ers to go up and uh, win a couple more games. So, the to get the number two pick. But, I, I, I listen, we'll see what happens with uh, with that. But, uh, give me the 49ers. I think they went out right. Chicago can't score the ball.
2: All right. The next game is Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Oh, this is a horrible game, but... Give me Tampa Bay going into Green Bay because Jameis Winston is playing; he will be starting. Yeah,
1: I think I have problems with Jameis Winston is playing. I know people don't want to hear this, but Ryan Fitzpatrick has been a hundred times more accurate than Jameis Winston has been all year. Um, and I uh, heard Huntley played well last year or well last week against the fit Pittsburgh defense. So, um, uh, I'm gonna take what's the spread? You can the spread one
2: more time. It's a pick 'em game. In the practice, baby. All right, the next game is Houston at Tennessee. Titans are favored by seven points. Give me the Titans in this one.
1: Uh, Steven, I don't think the Titans are a very good team. They've showed that over the past few weeks. Houston covers Titans win. I think Titans win another ugly game. I can't wait until this team gets their postseason just to rob.
2: Next game is Denver at Miami. It's Another second game. Give me Miami. Yeah, give me Miami. Denver, it's a home. It's a home Denver's game. Denver's
1: just a mess. I mean, defense can't stop anybody because they just they, they hate the offense, and the offense can't do anything.
2: So. Next game is the Chiefs at the Jets. Chiefs favored by three points. You got it, Earl.
1: How can I pick the How can I pick the Chiefs ever again? How can I ever pick the Chiefs again after it's? Well, they gotta go. Dallas is gotta go back to New York. Where to laid an egg in New York two weeks ago. I think the Jets bounce back. I think they win this game. Kareem, Hink, Kareem Hunt can't run the ball. I think it's only a matter of time until Alex Smith gets pulled. Cause I don't know how much more you can go with this.
2: Alright, and the next game is the Jaguars. Colt at the Jaguars. Jaguars by 10 favored ten by 10.5 points. Who you got?
1: Yeah, in Jacksonville, that defense is just. They, they did a number on the set in Indianapolis a few weeks ago. I think they did the same thing, the Jaguars started from that.
2: Alright, I'm going to go to the Jags also. I think they're going to destroy the Colts. Uh, next game is Detroit at Baltimore. Ravens favored by two and a half points. Give me Baltimore.
1: I'm getting two and a half The better team is getting two and a half points. Give me the better team, too. Give me Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford on long rest. Lines on long rest. I'm sorry. The Ravens can't score for the life of them. Give me the line.
2: Wait, out right. right. Cleveland at. Chargers Chargers favored by 14 and a half oh points. Oh, my God. I'm going to take the 14
1: and a half for the Browns just because the that was the only game the Browns won last year. I don't think they're going to win it this year, but 14 and a half points is a little too much.
2: All right. The next game is the Giants at the Raiders. Take
1: it. I don't care if Cooper's not playing. I don't care if Crabtree's not playing. I don't care if
2: Derek Carr's not playing.
1: I don't care. Well, now, never... yeah, EJ Manuel. I don't care if Derek Carr wouldn't play. He is playing though. I don't yeah, know. He is playing. I'm
2: healthy.
1: I don't I know. Healthy, but I'm I don't just know what I, the only way the Giants win this game, or even no, not win the game. They cover the eight points if Geno Smith gets hurt and Eli Manning goes in there with that with, with an S on his chest. With that said, give me the Raiders eight points.
2: Next game: Panthers at Saints. Saints favored by four and a half points. Errol, give me the Saints to win this one. They're on a great streak right now. And the Panthers are a good team. They may sneak into the playoffs for giving the Saints in this division game. I don't
1: love Cam Newton. I didn't love him last week. wasn't good last week. I think Saints are coming in with a chip. Marshawn Lattimore should play, which is a big problem for them last week. Give me the Saints.
2: Next game, is the Rams going into Arizona. Rams by seven and a half points. Uh, Yeah, give me Blaine Gabbard. I'll take the the Rams. Blaine Gabbard.
1: Blaine Gabbard, everybody.
2: Next game. 8.30 830 game. Philadelphia at Seattle. Eagles favored by five and a half points. Give me the Eagles.
1: The Eagles are favored by five. I can't do it. I can't. I have I'm getting points into the, the Seattle Seahawks are getting we're gonna have to look that up later. I don't know when the last time they got points at home. Wow. Giving the Seahawks I don't know if they win, but five and a half at home. Definitely.
2: Okay. And the last game, Monday, eight thirty, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Steelers favored by only four and a half points. Wow. Give me the Steelers.
1: Andy Dalton in primetime. What can go wrong, guys? Uh, I do think the Bengals keep this close. I think this is an ugly, ugly ugly-looking game. I don't like the way the Steelers have looked on the road lately. And and, uh, I'll take the Bengals to cover four and a half points, and then the Steelers win. But that is week 13. And we have had a caller waiting, Stephen.
2: I think we know who this one is. Oh, my. And this will be a great and perfect time to have him on.
0: Hell, oh my, hey, where you been? Been, you know,
2: living, <laughs> living. Aren't we all? How you doing, Rob?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just hanging out right now. Uh, about to be going to the game tonight.
2: I'll, I'll see you there. I'll definitely see you at the game tonight. Uh, but I'll. Yes, uh,
0: <laughs> yes, you'll see me sitting. Uh, Sitting next to a charging station or sitting next to a outlet because that's what I do in between periods now. Oh, okay.
2: Well, you know, the Islanders have been playing really well lately. Obviously, uh, Batman had an interview with uh, Francesca yesterday in regards to the Belmont situation and the Rangers with the Winter Classic. Uh-huh. You know, Francesca didn't even know the Winter Classic was at City Field this year. I didn't even
0: hear him talking about the Rangers. I actually. I actually tweeted that, and I found that to be the most hilarious part of the interview. That he didn't even know that the game was in their own backyard this year. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm count like I am counting down the days with Francesca. I'm gonna miss him like badly, especially after how he torched the Giants uh, this week. As a Jet fan, that was like the greatest eight minutes of radio I've ever heard, especially Sports Radio. That was legendary. It was so it was so fun to hear because I'm so used to people torching the Jets and every other team that I root for. So it was nice to be on the other side.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you there. But, you know, Rob, let's let's get into some hockey. Uh, You know, I've been playing really well lately, uh, and they've been putting, you know, five goals plus a game uh, within, like, the past six games or something like that, or, like, four of the past six games. They've been on a roll.
0: Way I see it, and I told you, I told you, I told both you guys when we had that uh, that outdoor show. This offense was going to be one of the best in the league this year. I thought the addition of Jordan Neville was going to play huge dividends, but now what I see from Matthew Barzil, who is an absolute stud, and I think he'll win the Calder this year. I'm saying it right now. I remember, I think I said to you guys, I'll give you Charlie McAvoy to win the Calder. I, I know I can't change that, but man. Barzal's really—he's—he's he's changed my mind big time. But they're getting contributions from, from everyone. I know there's still a few guys they'd like to get going, Brock Nelson, Jason Demers. But for them, for those guys, and yeah, they're not—they're not really going, you know, great like the rest of the team. The Islanders been subtract they, they haven't had a problem, you know, still scoring and winning games without those guys not scoring. You know, the first line, the the top two lines right now, I think are the best two lines in the National Hockey League. Downright right, best two lines they have, like, I mean, Bailey, Lee, Tavares, like, I think that's the best line in the NHL right now, hands down. And then the second line, I think they're the best right now. I didn't think they were the best at the start of the season, but right now they are as hot as anybody. But, like I said, getting contributions, getting contributions throughout the lineup from everybody. And, you know, the fourth line is back to the way they were, you know, was called Tzekas looks like a man possessed this year after uh, he had an injury-filled season last year. Quarterback is starting to score again. it's um, so called even you know you got guys like Alan Klein and bavuya who are starting you know they're starting to get going. I think Bavuya and I, I we talked about this the last time I think I was on where I think that scra- those three scratches early in the season really really messed with his head. I really think that he's had a hard time adjusting and for Doug Way to find him, uh, like, a legit spot because, remember, there's only 12, 12, positions, uh, 12 positions on forward, and, you know, you still got Brock Nelson who could still score. You still have Jason Chabama, who's got that speed, and he's, and he's bigger than Bufouye, who can get thrown around, you know, most of the time because of his size. But all in all, I think, you know, the offense is just going and right Their defense is starting to play much better. They're starting to play uh, better, uh, starting to play uh, games where they're allowing less goals. And the goaltending started to come around. You know, it seems like there's not going to be a number one this year, and maybe people see that as a problem, but I see that as an advantage because if you got one guy going hot, and then you need another guy. Like if you got like Grace going hot, and then he, you know, has one bad game, then you got a lock coming back, and he goes hot. And you know, if they flip back and forth, I don't think that's that that bad of a deal because as long as the team is winning, and if they're not going to have to score six goals like they have over the past, like, uh, 12 or 13 games, and they can play, you know, 3-2 games, 4-3 games, 2-1 games, they're in good shape. I, I think right now they're a playoff team. I really do. I, I think that they've turned the corner. This team, they just look so much more confident now. Doug think well, Doug Wade, has, has, he has that room at a team.
2: There's going to be a point where they can't score, like, six goals, five or even four goals a game. They're gonna to have to learn to play a game where it's gonna be one or two goals. Like they played like once or twice in the past in the in the past week where it was like a one goal game. They're gonna to have to learn to play better, a lot better defensively.
0: Uh, I, know, I, I, I agree. I agree with you there. Absolutely. But the way I see it with this offense, I mean, yeah, they're they're probably gonna regress soon, but. It should have happened already. And if these guys are not, if they're going to still score, you know, five, six goals games, especially at home, where, no, but they've turned Barclay Center into an absolute fortress. That place is no one wants to come into that place now because the Islanders that they, they seem like a different team when they play there now. Like there's the the confidence level is up. It seems like they're never out of a game there. You know, they could probably be down three nothing tonight, and I almost confidently will still think they're going to win because. The way that they're playing at home, you know, it just you have that sense. Not only being a fan, but watching the way that this team is progressing, especially on home ice. And you know, you're, once you get in the playoffs, and I know it's you know far fetched to talk about the playoffs right now. You're going to need those home games. Those home games are going to be huge. But I agree with you, Steven. They are going to have to play better defensively. I think we're starting to see that now. You know, I think we're getting we're seeing more maturity from the younger guys. Johnny Boychuk is having a great season so far. Nick Letty deserves to be in the Norris uh, uh, conversation. I don't know why people don't think he should be. Uh, you know that still blows my mind. But you know, there's, they're getting contributions from the defense too. And I think, like like you were saying, they're going to have to start playing. You know, three two games, two to one games. But even if they
2: Rob, you there? Rob, I think you cut out. Rob, try calling back, all right? We, we got a few more minutes left in the show, but try calling back. I'll put you right back on. But, yeah, what Rob was saying is basically they are playing a lot better uh, defensively lately. Johnny Boychuk has played a lot better. Nick Letty, again, a guy that's always been very underrated, especially especially with the speed. Uh, I'll go back to the one play against the Oilers, even though the Islanders lost that game, when – Nicoletti went toe-for-toe toe with Conor McDavid in overtime, ended up losing the game on a, a great, you know, play by not only Dreisaddle, but McDavid, there's no better player than Connor McDavid. But, you know, I, I, it's not a question, Nicoletti, in the Norris Trophy conversation. But in my honest opinion, and what I want to get into with Rob, if he calls back, is something that's going kind of unnoticed is the season that John Tavares is having – this is a season that John Tavares has needed, and not only Tavares, the Islanders needed this type of season, uh, from John Tavares. Tavares has, I believe, 16 goals already on the season, and he's having that heart trophy type of year. Not saying he's gonna win, I'm sure there's plenty of other different candidates that can win, but Tavares is playing unreal. He is, you know, it's not only him. Josh Bailey, that whole first line is just really clicking right now, and this it, it is going to may end up hurting the Islanders salary-wise with Tavares in the long run. But you know, Tavares is the real deal. He's going to be, in my honest opinion, he's going to be an Islander for life. And you know, all I give so much credit to Tavares, Bailey, Lee, all the guys that showed up. And, yes, the Islanders have been scoring a lot lately. They're getting a lot of productivity from guys like Everly, Ladd lately, Barzal. Barzal's been a monster. But not to mention, Jason Chimera hasn't even lit up yet. He's going to score. He usually scores 20 goals a game. You know, Anthony Beauvillier, he's a young guy. He's going to pick up his game also. Also, you're going to have Shane Prince coming off the IR uh, very soon. And you know what? there's not a lot of roster spots that's going to fill up everyone. So soon you're going to see more production from guys like Alan Klein or Jason Chimera so they can stay in the lineup. Yeah, we had an unfortunate loss. So Nikolai Kuhlman, which I guess you could say opens up a roster spot. But even Joshua Hosang. Hosang has looked better as of lately, but we haven't seen what we saw from him last season. He hasn't – Just still very fancy with the puck. He's looked a lot better defensively. I'll say that since he is called back from Bridgeport. But, yeah, this team is rolling right now. And I I can say this. I wish Iroh was still next to me. He had to, you know, go – he had to take care of an emergency. But, you know, the Unders were in first place for a good 15 seconds the other day, right before the Columbus Blue Jackets game ended. So I will take as much pride as possible as I can. With that, But, yeah, the Islanders are playing really well. The Rangers have been okay lately. They lost a tough one the other night to the Florida Panthers. They're still rolling. A big loss uh, for the Rangers is Mika Zibanejad, diagnosed with a concussion, who Zibanejad has been probably – I'm not going to say probably. He has been the best player on the Rangers this season. Besides, I guess you could say Lundqvist has – played on his head all season long, too. But the loss of Banjad, that's huge. It, that's huge. And a, a lot of guys are going to have to, you know, step up and take the place of because of Zibanejad if the Rangers want to stay in this quick. Because right now, none of these teams, all these teams are playing really well in the Metro, but no one's taking off. All the teams are within four or five points of each other, including the Penguins, the Blue Jackets, the Capitals, the Rangers, the Islanders, all these teams are within reach of each other, but no one has taken that next step. The Devils actually just made a big trade yesterday where they traded uh, for Sammy Vatman and a third, a conditional third round pick from the Ducks, and they traded away Nick Flandese and Adam Henrique. Adam Henrique, very well known for his overtime winner in the playoffs against the Rangers. So, they traded away Adam Henry, who, which also opens up an, a center opportunity for Pavel Zaka, who's a Devils first round pick in 2015. He's a center. So, he hasn't, this is his opportunity to shine. I think this was a great move for the Devils, especially defensively. I think they could have probably given up a little. I'm surprised they didn't give up a little more. I guess that was just a little hard. But the Islanders, if they want to take that next step, I think they need one more guy, and I think that needs to, to be a defenseman. Uh, But you know what? That's going to be our show for today. Uh, I'm Steven, I will, and I will be back with you guys next week on Western and Oz. Have a good day, everyone.